0: Welcome home. You are home with Brene Antoinette. I am in the bed. We are getting so close to wrapping up season one. And I'm so excited because this has just really been all about um, understanding adversity, but specifically my adversity. Uh, Definitely wanted to take some time and let those people who kind of just know the surface of who I am get to know a little bit more. This year, and as we go into uh, as we're wrapping up and getting into season two, which is just gonna be gonna be something different. (laughs) Um, uh, The last second to the last episode of season one today, we are gonna be talking about understanding my adversity, um, and that is having a spirit of unfulfillment. So last episode we talked about breast cancer, and now that is an adversity that um, you know was thrust upon me. Uh, I had no control over it. I it was you know you, you that again you you just can't control um, cancer. <laughs> so um, that was an adversity that took me a while to learn how to navigate effectively and authentically and honestly, um, and it really kind of shaped, it has shaped a lot in my life moving forward, but one thing that I feel like is entertainer. I've always been different. Um, and I, I knew from a young age that I was purpose. I was called. Now, that looks different in different seasons of your life. and I was like please come to our performance and they came and sat on the grass and watched us dance and sing um (laughs) that that has always been me like okay we're about to five six seven and roll it pop it okay you I'm gonna go forward you go left you go right okay and let's get it ladies just (laughs) what I think about but how serious it was to me and you cannot tell me anything. And, of course, now I'm looking back. I'm like, what were we even? It was, um, was that Escape or SWV? That
1: kick off your shoes and let your feet.
0: Party on down to the Escape beat. Yes, Escape. Just keep it. <laughs> I'm not going to to sing it for you guys. For real, for real. But I've always been like that. Always. Do something, design something, create something, implement something, write something. Um, I've just always that's always been in me. Um, I was talking today at work about um, when I was in high school. One of the things that I did was I did some things. But one of the things that I did was I used to work the. Polling places. So when it was voting season, I would miss school and I would go to the polls and help, you know, collect the ballot, pass the ballots out, you know, collect. And when I got to be 18, when I did it that year, I was actually able to drive it myself to uh, City Hall. Um, But I just feel like I've always been the one like okay so what we're gonna do today guys is group project you're on this you're gonna be over here doing this thing and when we perform when we present I want everybody wearing black or gonna you know like I just have been the most from birth and that's why like adversity would make a sparkle like you just have to be you you there's you're the only person that can bring more energy like nobody's gonna out sparkle me and I don't mean that in like not gonna out sparkle me, but I mean, like, you're not gonna out Brene <laughs> You You can do you your way, but you're not gonna out Brene Brene. Like, no, it's not happening. But
1: that the weight of
0: being a leader, of being a person who feels purposed, a person who feels called, that is heavy and can be. Your circle of people that are around you. You guys may have similarities, but nobody is you. Right? And so there's a certain level of your journey that some people can relate to and some people can't. And then, especially when you know that God has given you vision in a certain way, in a certain area, why I wanted to talk about this was. I experienced weeks, months, and years of depression because I was not fulfilled. And by not being, un- by being unfulfilled, I don't mean um, that I wasn't finding joy in the things that I was doing. I wasn't fulfilling the calling of my life. You know, I started doing so many things, and if you listen to season eight, uh, I mean, not season eight, episode eight, about breast cancer, I talk a little bit about I hurt my boobs, which was the nonprofit that I began. Um, I just thought, okay, perfect. I love empowering women. Um, I can do that, and I can look fly. That's going to incorporate my fashion. I love talking to people, so I can be an advocate and. You know, now I can also educate, I can talk about breast cancer to both men and women, I can teach people, so I really thought like, okay, boom, that's my purpose. It became to be too much. I didn't get to mention this in episode eight, but I took, I had to take two years off work between all the surgeries that I was having and the treatments. So after the savings and everything ran out and the unemployment and the disability, had to so back to, back to work. <laughs> so I was working during the day and the month of October and on the weekend, um, it was nonstop. I was, you know, of course, during, like I said, October was a really busy month because that's Breast Cancer Awareness Month. I'm speaking at this church and I'm going over here to this women's group and I'm going to be a part of this thing and I'm going to go um, host this walk and I'm going to go do this thing and that thing. And... I eventually had to say, this is too much, it's too much for me, I'm giving too much of myself and I, I don't, I'm not getting anything back. So then that caused me to really be kind of depressed because I'm like, I really thought that was it, God. Like, I thought that was not going to make me a millionaire, of course, but it was going to be an opportunity for me to combine everything that I love to do and be able to sustain myself. So that didn't work out. Brene, Go back to work full time. <laughs> Put some food on the table. So then, what happens? um, I like, you know, I need to be doing more. What can I do? People enjoy, for some reason, listening to me. So, <laughs> what can I? I love fashion. I want to do something with like that. I want to do, you know, I'm I'm being creative, right? Um, and so I create what do I want to do? You know what? I want to have an abundant celebration of self-love, right? And fashion. Put that in there. So I'm like, yes, it's a feast of style. It's style feast. So create that brand. Rocking with style feast. You know, we're doing little things here and there. Um, I'm writing a book about my breast cancer journey. To define style and reinvent your style And you know How style is Unique to you And all this stuff right Literally Hit send on the book Which was going to be called Style Feast, And it's not going Now it took me forever It didn't take me forever to write the book But as I began the editing process uh, Part of it Let me pause right there Part of my struggle as a leader is because I'm good at a lot of things I do not delegate well Um, and I do not I I have I had not let me rephrase that because that's no longer true of this season of life that I'm in right now but I had a very hard time delegating very hard time asking for help very hard time uh, entrusting my vision to other people Um, you know when you get burned and just learn how to do this so the entire book couturish is was written on my iphone was that a six i don't know what what my it was but entire book was written on my phone edited on my phone published via the phone okay so the book itself was not hard to write i was there the ideas were coming i was praying about come to me and I put in my notepad on my phone or you know just whatever but the editing part was hard because of the format that I did it in and of course I didn't want to ask for help so I'm trying to do it and every time the phone would update it would change the cotton picking format of a book on the phone so pictures would be misplaced fonts would be different I mean so when I say I go to hit send on the book to publish the book this is after years, I would say literally two years, um, I probably, if I'm being honest and realistic, took about 10 months off when my grandfather passed, I didn't even want to look at it, um, so when I went to go his sin, and <laughs> but what we not gonna do is not publish this book tonight. And so my daughter, who's just wise beyond the years, was like, you know what? Everything happens for a reason. There must be a reason, so just walk away. And me and my ego and in my flesh, I'm like, no, you don't understand. I have been waiting and like really trying to push this. People are expecting this. I'm, I've been talking about it. I have to come through. So, literally the next day, this book, Style Feast, that I was getting ready to publish, um, I get a cease and desist letter from a lady saying, um, I have trademarked the name Style Feast, so you can no longer use it. I see that you have it as your Instagram and I see you have a couple of shirts and blah, blah, blah. And I said, Look at God. Let me pause right there and just talk about um, the importance position and I don't mean your position in your job or uh, your company that you started but really knowing your position in terms of God's plan God's purpose wherever you are right now literally listening to me that is exactly where you are supposed to be And I'm going to have to circle back to this point because there's other things I want to get through. But the reason why I called, wanted to to bring this episode uh, and record this episode is that for me personally, every position that I was in, I wasn't recognizing that God had me there. And he had me there for a very specific reason. I always felt like I was owed something. I was ready for something and sometimes we are so anxious to have that thing that we desire that we don't even recognize that we're not ready to possess it i'm gonna come back to that <laughs> next day boom stop using style fees now had i been right in my spiritual walk i would have recognized and embraced for longer than i did now here's another thing It's another problem that i personally have and i know if i got it somebody else out here got it is a spirit of forgetfulness now there have been situations and circumstances in my life that i have actually prayed for a spirit of forgetfulness because people have done me wrong and i said you know what lord just remove that from me not only do I want to forget the action or the act but forget help me to forget how it made me feel because that's what holds you captive right but a lot of times I also get a spirit of forgetfulness when it comes to the glory that You've already brought me through so instead of sitting and being grateful for the fact that I didn't publish this book under this name and then not be able to even further use Southeast He's going forward. So the merchandise and everything else would have had to change and been something different, right? I immediately went into woe to me mode. Like, well, now what am I going to call it? Now, what am I going to do now? <laughs> um, and so when we're really looking at position, that's what I'm talking about. Where where does God have you? And why? Why do Why are you in that season? And sometimes you won't know until you come out of it and you say, Woo, thank you, goodness, Lord. Because had I married that person that I thought I really wanted to marry, Father God, mm, 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 mm. had I gotten pregnant when I was trying to get pregnant with that person, Lord, Lord, Lord. So a lot of times that uncomfortable position that I talked about in in episode 8 being uncomfortable is a position of power. And unfortunately, I've, I didn't recognize that. That unfulfilled feeling of, you know, um, it, it started to become hard for me to find and to fund my vision. And so then that in turn made me feel, once again, fulfilled <laughs> like here I am with all these great ideas and nothing I'm throwing it at the wall I'm throwing it at the wall it'll stick for a minute and it'll slide it'll stick for a minute and it'll slide it'll stick for a minute and it'll slide and you know we especially those of us that are entrepreneurs right we're creative minds and we always kind of have You want more, you know. You want 10 people to be on board. You want 20 people, and then you want the 200 people. You know, we, we, we want to double that. So now we don't even want—we don't even want 250. We want 400, you know. And again, when you're looking at your, purpose, your your position, there's a reason that those those 10 people always support you. That's your tribe. lot of times we spend time trying to grow our audience and we're not serving the one that we have. So it's great that you, you know, you see people and they have 225,000 followers on, on these social media sites. That doesn't always turn into engagement. That doesn't always translate into things sold, right? It might get you some advertising time, but that also doesn't mean that you have strong community, that those people feel connected to. it's important to understand your position for me feeling unfulfilled was feeling close but not quite feeling like a failure feeling like okay now instead of rejoicing that i have a wealth of ideas then now i could be positioned to understand this right i'm because I don't remember the exact quote, but let's say I didn't fail making the the light bulb 99 times. I learned 99 ways not to make a light bulb. And that's position and that's perspective. So that unfulfilled feeling that I felt so often was an adversity that I felt like I was really placing on myself. I would put unnecessarily, unnecessary timelines. And I talked about this on one of the lives on Instagram that I've been set over here and said, "Okay, uh, website release August 24th." And I just pulled that date out of the cap. I I love the number 24. It's my favorite number. So August, okay, that's what we we rocking with. Come August 20th, I'm frantic because I need to do this and I need to do that and I didn't do this thing and I haven't uploaded that thing. That's like whoa, 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 whoa. Now if you don't if you don't meet that standard that you set for yourself that nobody else knows about, like people are not sitting outside waiting for your website to drop. You gave yourself that date just because you gave yourself that date. Why would you put that unnecessary pressure on yourself to perform an activity that nobody's expecting you to perform? <laughs> they don't know what's coming, you know. <laughs> they don't they don't know what to expect. They don't know what kind of stuff step- you you have up your sleeve and behind the behind the glass and all that like nobody it was making me feel so depressed feeling like a failure because I would have a to-do list of 47 things in one day and I would get three things done and every day I would feel deeper and deeper and deeper in failure I was falling deeper into depression just feeling like thief of joy, comparison, because now you're looking around and it's like, oh my goodness, well, this girl over here, and now I see her, she's doing this thing and that thing, and she's over here and conquering this, and she just launched this product and got this thing, you know, what What am I doing wrong? So then there's that. And sometimes we create these adversities that are outside, right, and they have lasting internal effects. But we have now placed ourselves under a gun that nobody is holding but us and so i've really tried to learn how to be quicker with my pivot i do not want to have a spirit of forgiveness when it comes to the things that the lord has brought me through and the graces that he's given and the mercies that he's shown me and the blessings that he's you know bestowed upon me because it's again very easy for us to be like i 400 followers i got 1100 now but why don't i have 5000 and i'm not talking about not being ambitious but do not allow yourself to have a spirit of unfulfillment because it will eat you alive so how do we overcome It's very and an Aquarius. Oh It is very easy for me. I am a self-starter. Ask me if I'm a self-finisher. Nah, bro. <laughs> so I have to be very intentional to finish the things that I start. That I so effortlessly and eloquently start. Right. So now I have to be quicker with my pivot. I have to really define. Why am I doing it? Who am I doing it for? And is it going to fill my tank? And what, again, we're, we're looking at the what am I doing it for or why am I doing it? Is that tied, directly tied to my purpose? Because there's a lot of things that I do well. And I had to really, in talking with um, uh, my brand strategist, you know, we're talking about fashion, we're talking about style. And she's like, yeah, well. we'll do you still want to do the style this and the da-da-da and have the style clients? And I'm like, you know, I love styling, just like I love wedding planning and event planning. But I... That's not when I... No. <laughs> not in this season. It was fun in the season that it was fun in. And I still want to lend my expertise, and I still do lend my expertise when called upon. But it's not something... to be very clear and intentional about what you were doing and why you were doing it don't just do it because you're good at it because it won't bring you joy and the things that don't bring you joy you don't put that much um, effort and authenticity into you know like shopping is something that I love doing um so I usually like to do it on my own (laughs) <laughs> because not everybody shops like I shop. I want to look. I want to, you know, I I am a tactile person, but I've become a little bit more cautious with this uh, with this COVID-19. But I like to look for textures. I'm looking for textures. I'm looking for prints. I'm looking for patterns. So if I see something and I run my fingers, oh, okay, I might pick this garment up. So shopping with me is all-day thing, is what I'm trying to get at. So personal shopping is something that I I definitely could do for someone, but it might take the joy out of it, especially if I have to shop with somebody. Um, You know, you just have to be and be honest with yourself because sometimes you have to recalibrate to make sure that you're doing something that is going to bring you joy and not leave you feeling unfulfilled. Because again, that's something that is that, that outside adversity that's going to have those lasting internal effects. Because now you're trying to figure out, why am I unhappy? I used to love doing X, Y, and Z. Sometimes you got to sit back and recalibrate. And really take the time to define what exactly is the void that you have that you're trying to fill, or what space is that going to fill, what need is that going to fill. Because sometimes we're just out here doing stuff, we're just letting stuff happen to us, and. That happened to me a lot with doing wedding stuff. When people are like, oh, I'm getting married, and no, I don't need any help. I don't need any help. Day of the wedding, it's like, oh my God, can you please help me? I don't know what I'm doing. Blah, 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 blah. And then I have to, now I can't enjoy the wedding because I'm coming to your aid and I'm coming to your rescue. Again, I don't mind lending my expertise and actually coming. get sucked into helping somebody plan their wedding on the day or execute their wedding on the day of their wedding, you were a guest. It takes the joy right on out. (laughs) I remember I left one of my friend's wedding and I sat in the car and I just cried. I didn't get to see her walk down the aisle because I was behind her dress making sure it was okay. Um, I didn't get to really sit down and eat any of the food. You know and that left me with such a sour taste in my mouth feeling so unfulfilled um, now had I done it when I was younger and I was super passionate about weddings and just loved love you're you're living off a different kind of reserve right when you're doing something that brings you joy that that joy tank doesn't always regularly, right? That's like when you work on a job and you already are like, this job really gets on my nerves. But then the only time you hear from your boss is when you do something wrong. That just makes you feel like crap. Trust me, I know. (laughs) Even a job that you love, if that's the only time. So you're, you're not getting poured into you're not being filled and so you're constantly feeling unfulfilled because you're not being able to operate in the things that bring you joy the things that bring you peace and for me that was a huge source of adversity because what it does then is now I'm feeling like a failure so everything that I'm putting my hands to is tainted with the spirit of unfulfillment so now I'm not operating in my authenticity now I'm not operating in my, in the overflow now I'm not operating in the I already have this kind of over pain uh, this looming kind of feeling of sadness and depression so unfulfillment has been a huge huge point of adversity for me because again it has really affected the way that I've shown up in relationships Um, and I didn't put a, a, a note talk about relationships i'm just going to touch on this really quickly but if you've ever been in a relationship where you don't feel you're not where your tank is not being filled (laughs) you will begin to show up in your relationship with an unfulfilled attitude like oh so you've been telling you want me to cook you some taco Mm." (laughs) you know and that's that kind of energy and you You know what I'm talking about. When somebody doesn't do you right, they're not filling your tank up, and then they turn around and ask you for something, you have that stank face. Like, oh, so that's what we're doing now. Okay. So you mean to tell me. (laughs) That's that spirit of unfulfillment because it's like I'm, I'm not being filled up. So even though we're having a good day in our relationship, I have these bad feelings over here because I'm not. and now you're also your very existence is requiring me to give you more and you never filled me up from the last time that you took a withdrawal so now I got a stank attitude so that spirit of unfulfillment will have you showing up even in situations that you love, that you like that you care about and having a stank face so like I said for me being unfulfilled definitely, has definitely been a point of adversity in my life. Um, And so the ways that I combat that personally now is one, I really try to be intentional about the things that I do. Um, One of the reasons that I created the Diamond Year Productivity Planner was really for me and I just wanted to share it with everybody else. Um, One of my favorite tools is the weekly planner. Because it maps out. You can write notes on every single day, right? Sunday to Saturday. And then each day, there's only the top three important things that you need to get done in that day. That is a blessing. (laughs) Because one, it causes me to really prioritize. And I can chronologically prioritize. So I can say, okay, this week my focus is the website. On Sunday, I'm going to focus on the homepage. On Monday, I'm going to focus on the bio. On Tuesday, I'm going to focus on whatever. So I'm systematically working through my goals. Then I will also put, you know, maybe a work goal on there. But every day is three things. Then there's a section that has priorities. So the priorities usually are going to be directly related to the um, importance, right? The important things that I want to get done during the week. Then there's also a don't forget section. And for me, that don't forget. Is honestly i try to um prep for next week or i put anything that i'm like maybe i'm just going to sit down and watch a television show i might not be able to focus enough to edit the bio but i can definitely pick the photos out while i'm watching tv so i have on on that in that section just some other little things that i, I can try to navigate and get done um I'm not going to get too much into the productivity planner because that's not what this is about, but that is a little plug. So <laughs> you guys can definitely go to Miss on the Antoinette on Instagram and uh, the link in the bio to get your productivity planner for $10. Um, and it is a dateless planner and you can, uh, I print mine too because I'm, I'm old school but you can also use utilize it as a PDF and have uh, the, the, the pages are fillable anyway that has definitely helped me with my feeling of my fulfillment breaking my goals down into threes only having three goals per day be more intentional and the biggest biggest thing is two biggest things <laughs> giving myself the same grace that God gives me and not to the things that he's blessed me with already it has been too easy for me in the past to look back and be sad about the things I didn't accomplish instead of being proud about the things that I did because I have that more 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 mentality which is very ambitious I know that I was called to do great things but I also have to understand that anything that he's already at work that he's already done just in me alone has been a great thing and it really has shifted my perspective on on so many things and uh, I try not to operate in that spirit of unfulfillment because again that adversity that outside adversity has long internal effects so um, we have to shift the way that we see ourselves the way that we see things the way that we look at our adversities and really start to pivot and change our perspective to understand that we are positioned exactly where we're supposed to be. There's something there. There's something there. There's something in this season that is supposed to be happening. There's something in this season that is supposed to be happening. You know, I'm going to wrap it up. (laughs) But I just have to quickly say that I went through a season of my life, and I think I mentioned this in the unhealthy um, relationships episode. Uh, that was what episode six, where I really wanted to be remarried and I really wanted to have a baby. And I was dating this guy, if you can call it dating. Uh, you know, we were in a pseudo relationship or a relationship an entanglement, child. I don't know what it was called, but we were really talking about like he was really like, okay, when are you gonna ready to be married? When are you gonna be ready to have a child? Whoa, 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 whoa. He was like, no, you're the one of my life. Da, 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 da. Okay. Fast forward. Um, he was never never ended his previous relationship. Ended up actually marrying the person he, I didn't know about. Um, but I was just thinking to myself. I was so anxious in that season to just have that family unit, to have that connection. And I was so sad. Or, you know i'm when i broke mean, up but i was so like devastated and so like i'll never have it you know i'll <laughs> never be a teenager like i really felt like god what is the deal and of course now i look back in hindsight and i'm like oh my god thank you jesus thank you lord hallelujah insert holy dance um cuz that would have been some mess. Mess. But just to reiterate, sometimes we desire things so fervently, desire the things that we are not prepared and equipped to handle. So if you are in a position right now, I pray that the Lord will reveal to you why you are in that position and what you need to learn from being in it. Because sometimes we want the things we want the 200 people to come to the event but you only have money to buy 60 chairs look i'm gonna leave it right there i love you guys (laughs) and i am so excited to share with you next what i think we're actually going to take a week off and we are going to wrap up with uh, season one of uh, the conclusion we're going to talk about sparkling more than ever and we're gonna talk about once again adversity but make it sparkle i'm so grateful that you chose to listen to this podcast and uh, i hope that you have a great wonderful blessed week be good make good decisions and until next time